0: forever
1: Dog. Uh,
0: I guess my I guess my I guess the question I want to start off with is uh were you guys getting flashbacks of, of arguments you've had or f- fights you know what I mean uh like man. how much of this where you were like oh man <laughs> I, like I I so, so so Rachel's in New York and I'm in LA so we we
2: she was determined First off, I'm not gonna lie. So I've had these DVDs in the screeners for like a month to watch this movie and we just kept pushing it <laughs> off. And then she's like, we're gonna do it. So we did it from both coaches. She was on FaceTime. Literally, there were two lines that we both have said maybe like two days ago. One was <laughs> one was and they are going, it's so easy for you to be nice to everyone else. Like, it can be, like, your friends, the reporters, Mm -hmm. ushers at a movie theater. I think Rachel said a uh, a waiter at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so easy for you to be empathetic to them but me. And I was like, so when that line came up, I look at my laptop and I just see her with a glass of wine, just sipping, staring, staring, staring. staring, 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 staring. I was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. All right, all right, all right, all right, I get that. Um, and then the line where he's like, This is the biggest day of my life. Why can't you just let me be happy for a second? Mm-hmm. I've said that multiple times. Like, I just did, let me, yeah while we fighting, I'm trying to celebrate. Like th- so those things we just think that toxic
1: but that's just crazy (laughs) that's that's that was a very real thing for me the like the like i'm having a good time you're you're finding a thing to be upset like that like that was that was very real and then the like and then all of the kind of talk of like you know you're not acknowledging how i've contributed to mm. to what is your mm. su- to what is your success yes. Mm-hmm. yes um or like or i guess what is more specific to 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 us is like is the like where do i fit in kind of that kind of right back and forth that it seemed like they were having that's that that, yeah. that felt that felt very real <laughs>
0: yeah like i definitely <laughs> i think it was i was on a podcast once I think it was need to fail. And I had talked about and it's, you know, just talking about like your journey or whatever. And then I was telling Tess about it, and she was like, Did you mention me? And I was like, uh
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole journey. <laughs> it just never I was yeah.
0: like, Oh, well, I was you know, I was like, you know, I was like talking about I was talking about, you know, my stuff with acting like i wanted to be an actress since i was a little little kid like you know <laughs> and she was like yeah but we've been together you know for x amount of years so i've been a part of it and i'm like mm-hmm. no you're right yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <laughs> so yeah there are definitely a lot of sh- i mean that happens a lot I it, it, um. yeah I, I guess i i guess i actually because marriage story was the same thing we were afraid of you know, yeah, I didn't it.
1: watch A Marriage Story. I think Kat did see it, but I was like, I'm not going to do this and we're not going to sit down and watch this together. <laughs> i to watch this movie with you. Oh my goodness. And we ended up not watching Malcolm and Marie together <laughs> and <laughs> I think
2: I'm glad that that's how that went down. <laughs> but, I did I I right. watched Marriage Story by myself while rachel and i were like breaking up and the thing is it's so funny marriage story like yeah it was real but it felt like a movie whereas uh malcolm and marie again right. like we weren't that toxic but some of those conversations i'm like oh i have had right. this fight um right. and i even at one point where he goes uh I apologize a thousand times. You told me it was fine. What's <laughs> happening? Like, like I, he's like, I genuinely felt bad. I feel bad. I'm so sorry. I don't know what else to do. He's like, well, I changed my mind. Nigga, I, I know I've definitely been like, what do you mean? Like, it's been three weeks. I you can't change your mind. I was like, oh my god. And then I'd be like, I changed my mind. You can't change your mind. Nigga, two days ago. <laughs> Ah, yeah, man, yeah. this this movie was every um, toxic
0: conversation yeah. I've ever. Had. Yeah, of course, uh, we're 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 definitely contributing to the problem by uh, we're only having one side of the argument. yep <laughs> though I will and say, that's what, I think... and that's
1: what it's about. That's what this is about. <laughs> this is the best way to win the argument. Yeah, I just have a, <laughs> a bunch of dudes <laughs> talking about which which side is right.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. That exactly, but I see. I don't, it's not, I'm not always on the man side necessarily because I related to both Malcolm and Marie. Wow, <laughs> let's uh start the show. You know it Jonathan Raylock, James the work. third, <laughs> drop Milligan, G- <laughs> What more can I say? You know <laughs> what it <laughs> is? I
2: mean, jump. Black actors, man, black actors. All right, all
0: right, all right. All right. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. What? Where's my wallet? Paywall? It's behind
2: the pay... Fuck. Fuck. Nobody texted me. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Yo, that nigga was cursing so much. I was like, yo. I, like, I, I just got self off break. This man said fuck probably 3,000 times in this movie. I know. Damn. I was like... Did they not write dialogue for him? I was like, <laughs> was he shows sure? Did they like, oh, Zendaya about to get the dialogue, nigga, react. Like, that's what I she did. I did think about that,
1: because it seemed like the movie was both tightly scripted and then also, like, uh, they could say whatever they
2: want. Like, you know, like, it felt... I don't, well, I don't know, like... I read that she said there was a, a good a good amount
0: of improv. I, I mean, we will get into it. For those of you who don't know, the best voice you're going to hear on the podcast is this one you're listening to right now. It's Jonathan Braylock. <laughs> You couldn't even
2: keep it serious. You you literally almost okay. disgusted yourself. That's what happened. Oh, God, why? Why am I here? Um, this voice is Gerard Milligan.
1: Yeah, and the you know, you know, this voice, this voice is James the Third.
2: <laughs> oh man, okay. I don't yeah. need this today.
0: guys we're a film review podcast we review films of leading black actors we talk about them in the context of race and diversity in hollywood and today we are reviewing the netflix film malcolm and marie shot during quarantine this movie stars two people john david washington and zendaya it is written by and directed by sam levinson and he did euphoria right he's the creator of yes. the show yeah, euphoria
1: him. writer director he, create, he did all that
0: he also wrote and i guess directed a movie called assassination uh nation did he direct that oh, yes he oh did. he did that
2: mm-hmm. i saw that mm-hmm. that was interesting
0: yeah so apparently that's the film that he got that was like panned by critics and he got like an la times review that talked about how it would have been better if it was written by, or you know, that, that he was missing oh, something because yeah. he was a man directing that that movie because that movie was right. female led. This movie has currently a fifty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, uh, the movie just just came out, so that will fluctuate by the time everyone else hears this.
2: The one thing I want to say is really cool about this movie is that um they did it during quarantine and Zendaya made sure that um. Cause you know, I think her, Sam, and um, John David paid for it, and so they made sure that the crew. Of course, they paid them what they could, but they made sure the crew had equity in the film, mm-hmm. so that when it sold, they made money. So apparently, like the crew made three hundred thousand dollars because it sold for thirty million. So like the wow. crew actually made more than you know what a normal crew would make on like a studio film. And I was like, that is pretty cool.
0: And that was apparently idea. I yeah, I was like, I love that black woman. Good for you awesome okay and then that's really all because there's no box office uh the film is about a couple who is fighting after the debut of uh the director played by john david washington's uh movie that is based off of uh somewhat uh the life of his partner i guess they they weren't married it seemed like no and and that's that and it's just them fighting in in one night that's all yeah okay Gerard, you're going to start us off.
2: I'm going to start. I will say this. I'm going to start with the positive. I'm going to do something different this time. I'm going to start with the positive. Huh? Oh. Yeah. I That's will say this. Un- this is unlike you, Gerard. <laughs> start with positive. I love, one, it's two, is twofold. I love the Zendaya has a black male lead, which I think is awesome. I like that she's playing her age. Um, and I will say this. I think Zendaya and John David are doing some of the best acting I've ever seen them do. I relate to some of the conversations and arguments they're having. Um, As far as the movie, this feels like I'm back in New York in acting class. And my teacher goes, Hey, you came back from a premiere. You forgot to thank your girlfriend. Go. You know what I mean? And I felt like I timed it when I was talking to Rachel. This movie could have ended at 26 minutes, like (laughs) 26 minutes in they, they resolve or we think they resolve the premiere argument and they're like hanging out now. I was like, cool, done. But it's hard because it just felt like, I know this was a quarantine movie and they were trying to film something. I thought it was it's great. We get to see them act. I don't think they wrote John David appropriately. I think this movie continues to perpetuate stereotypes with black men. Like he had no nuance. And I was trying to think like, was it his acting or the writing? I think it's his actual dialogue was literally expletives most of the time. The way he was written was very one note and almost like angry black man the entire movie, which I do think is something that happens to black men. But I do like that the issue is we should appreciate um, our partners before we lose them. Because again, I've heard, I've had that um, threatened or uh, put up to me a couple of times. So I definitely understand that. I just felt like he didn't do anything. Like I was like, (laughs) it honestly felt like, here's an outline, we're going to, improvise, freestyle out of this. We're going to write Zendaya some dope-ass dialogue. And John David, you about to react, bruh. Your thing is, you're not wrong. Go. It's just, I don't know. It felt weird. But then also, I think back to like Euphoria and the episode um, with the black kid. Um, oh, he's such a good actor. He 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 was in um, Judas. I forgot his name. But the episode I liked the least was his episode because I felt the like... Allergy? Yes. He has an episode... But I think his episode wasn't actually about him per se, and again, I thought it played on stereotypes of black men. So now I'm like, is this just a, is this a thing with this dude, this director that we just, anyway? I liked mm-hmm. it. I don't need to watch it again, but I, something about how this guy writes black men bothers me, um, and hopefully, I will figure out why as we talk about this. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about my bias, uh, my personal biases. Okay. All right, cool. So yeah, All right, just so okay. you understand that before you, you you know take everything I say with a grain of salt cuz I'm coming in this I'm aware of my personal biases. I don't like films that are filmed in black and white in the modern era. Like just oh, wow. as, a, as a general note, I usually don't like them. Now, oh. that doesn't mean that they can't be good and a, a bunch of different filmmakers have done it, have made that choice. Um but I generally feel like it is a way for filmmakers to try to make the movie feel more sophisticated than it is now sometimes you know I, I would say the the film that stands out to me as one the film black and white that is really good that i really like is schindler's list and the reason for that being was it dulled us to the like horrors of what was happening um and then use color in this way that like really made you know uh that something stand out and i and there's there's something about that that I appreciate. Um, I'm sure there's a reason, and maybe Gerard even knows this as the director himself, of why this film was filmed in black and white. Um, but for me... You said me, it, you said okay. it much. Okay. It
2: was like, I mean, there was, there was no... We gained nothing. Like, it's not even like was List, where we have, like, the girl with the red coat. Like, we don't even have those moments. Right. So. Okay. <laughs> okay
0: so I'm just putting that out there I thought it you was know? in black
1: and white because you know Malcolm sees things as black
0: and, and white black and white. Okay. you know
1: and that there is just a lot more gray to, to a relationship
2: see I okay. thought that I thought that when it got mm-hmm. to the end but I was like there's not enough lines between black and white because he we gonna talk about that too. I thought about that okay. we gonna talk about <laughs> okay. that
0: too. Okay. okay great okay so that was that's number one um, number two is the age difference does bother me now I know it was explained away uh, he taught like they do it, the kind of mentioned the age difference in the in the movie um she's definitely 25 in the movie um you know they talk about that uh i feel like they don't really touch on it at all um it to me is part of the reason why john david washington's character um looks even more abusive and like a kind of Mm. like a terrible person and not that but is because This dude is like twelve years older, and he's like railing on some twenty-five-year-old girl. Um, so that so that I already knew that was going to bother me. I think some people didn't really care. They saw the trailer. I saw the trailer. I was like, oh god, not again. Uh, because Jennifer (laughs) Lawrence has also done this in movies where I just think they're miscast. Um, my other bias, um, that I just have to be honest about is that it's not it's not super it's not like this is close to home. But like, I feel like I have insight into the experiences that some of the experiences that are happening are being talked about. And, uh, I am drawing conclusions from the person who is writing it. And then also from the people who are acting it of what their lives must have been. And I think it's funny because the movie talks a lot about authenticity, um, and like kind of rails against authenticity, um, in this way that makes me go, Oh, you're just trying to defend the fact that like y'all can't really be that (laughs) authentic.
2: I'm out of here. In this move, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh. I'm not. No. Anybody get me dragged? I'll hit the camera.
0: Jerrod is taking off. Gerard
1: <laughs> De- <laughs> De- took off not his today, headphones. Pray.
0: He walked away.
2: No. Uh, all right. today.
0: All right. That's so. Anyway, I want to say. All that being said, when it comes down to it. I actually really don't like this movie. Like I don't like oh, it. I don't like it at no, all. No, I'm out of <laughs> I sat back down to Not hear the, him but say But now that? That we
1: know his biases. See, now he, we had to know what he was biased against first.
2: Why did he know? go second? Why did he go second?
0: Whatever. James, you go cuz we all I, right. I'm about to say some reckless stuff on this podcast.
2: I will I,
1: yeah, and then I'll just say this. I mean, I'll just say, you know, like I I fully agree with that the acting was really strong um Mm -hmm. i i storytelling wise um i i really struggled with but this is what we're supposed to i think i really struggled with malcolm's ego like and the fact that he just there were just things he couldn't hear (laughs) because he was so full of himself, like she, Marie would say a thing and then he would be like, you mad about this? And it was like, <laughs> she didn't say that. Like, you're not listening to her. So that was like just generally frustrating. But I think that that's, you know, what we're what what all we're women supposed. go
0: through, James.
1: What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what we're... I'm saying it frustrated me. <laughs> you know okay, I get that. I get that. I get that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like, can you believe there's no one that egotistical? That would be crazy for me to say. <laughs> that would be a crazy thing to say. But, he, but you know, um, I think that like genuinely, you know, like that got on my got on my nerves, you know, in terms of like thinking about past arguments and stuff of like being like why can't he just see why can't he just listen kind of thing. Um I it didn't bother me that it was in that it was in black and white. I thought it I did think it, you know, general th- those two actors are uh beautiful and like <laughs> uh, under black and white they like looked really great. Um and what uh, like you know loved the you know I thought it was shot well. Um and then yeah, I mean like I genuinely a couple things came up for me. Like I was thinking about like, man, like we, when, whenever we go and we pitch things like about, about Hollywood and we get told like not to make stuff about Hollywood. um, Watching this, I was like, yeah, like I'm as someone in the business, like, and as someone who talks about movies and like, and, and, and reviews them in this way, I was like, I don't even want to hear, I don't want to hear this dude. (laughs) Monologue for like two minutes about like about like what is representation and like what does it matter and what are they trying to say and like fuck that like it was like it was literally like me being like man I'm I don't I was a TV shit it's a TV, sh- it's a TV already. like I don't want to I don't want to watch this you know th- I, it made me question what we are about to do right <laughs> right now um and then also question you know all those other times where we you know tried to make sort of inside baseball uh content the this this movie it's itself like the makeup of this movie two handers um uh, about like about romantic relationships and toxic romantic relationships um is is generally not my bag so like I'm not gonna say I can't I feel like I can't even say if the movie was good or bad I was affected by it um and I thought it looked good and I thought the acting was good so um that's that's what I'm gonna say I'm just gonna (laughs)
0: put that on record Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, that I, I did like *Marriage Story*. I know people don't like it, and there are reasons to not like it for sure. But I, I, definitely I like did enjoy like *Marriage movie Story* way more yeah, than and this And I, I didn't see,
1: and I didn't see that. And, but and that, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like I watched, I possibly watched *Malcolm and Marie* for the podcast. Like I don't know if I would have cut it on. Yeah, you know,
2: I, I watched <laughs> *Marriage Story* as well, but I think the difference is, is that both characters were nuanced in a way in, in um, Marriage Story where, like, the man did some messed up stuff, also got fucked over a little bit. The wife got fucked over, also did messed up stuff. So both of them were, like, doing kind of the same thing to each other where this movie felt like just a Black dude. being. And, and maybe, 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 I admit, maybe I'm too close to it, where it's like, I have been a person who... Aboriginal sure Rachel would tell you, I will hear one thing, and it's like me being attacked. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, I, I and I have been there. Oh, too. That's I mean so I, real. I feel like everyone has yeah. been there. There are certain parts of the of the of the script when like Zendaya would say Negro. And I was like, first off, I like if I have them around one of my black friends and they say this Negro here, I'm like, nah man. And I understand she was supposed to be speaking for the the white woman, I think, but like I'm gonna say nigga. Like I don't there were certain parts where I was like this was not written by a black person, well, and, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, the well, the movie
0: explains the- that. Well, it's not supposed to be. Why does everything have to be about political? It's not. You know, it's just <laughs> one person's experience being translated and uh, interpreted, and you know that that you know
2: yeah it, you know listen we get into this it's hard because okay. i think we had a bunch of good conversations it's just uh, look i'm gonna be real can i be honest with, the, with 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 everybody here right now i am scared because uh, you know zendaya is super important and i don't think you can trash any, i think certain people are um <laughs> bulletproof whereas like you just don't even if you saw her mm. smack a baby you go to the baby like, yo, what the fuck is up with that baby? Yeah, what did that baby do? Yo, what did like that baby do in there, And I feel like I'm scared to talk about this movie because I got some <laughs> things to say about it and I, I don't want to get dragged or you know, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. <I'll... laughs> yeah, it's not good. Okay. You wanted me to say it, Bray? It's not a good movie. All right? I saw you looking at me with this. It's not good. All right. I said it. Okay. All right. Damn it. <laughs>
0: ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Here's the Again, thing. Again, I don't this... know
1: if I can say whether this movie is
0: good. Or <laughs> oh god. <laughs> god. I don't typically watch
1: <laughs> movies like this, you know. Here's the thing. This and would I was have affected been, by it. This could so. have been
0: a great short This could have been a great short film, I actually think that. Because there is some I to to be fair, I do think there are some things in here and like we've already Kind of mention them how they're relatable. They feel like there are conversations that people have. There is deeper stuff in here. Ah, Okay. Here's my two major (laughs) things that I just have to talk. I'm just sorry. And I, and whatever.
2: Hey, remember that voice you hear is Jonathan Braylock. That's the voice (laughs) you hear. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Look. There is a play called Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf that's very similar to this. And and Sam's even admitted in interviews that, you know, that he's been inspired by or I don't know exactly the words he used, but like something to the effect that he was inspired by that or, you know, he had that in mind, that kind of thing. Um, And it's a play about this married couple that is like I think it's like playwright kind of producer kind Mm -hmm. of thing. But still, like, it's like, you know, entertainment business and the wife and the husband and, like, they have guests over. But, like, it, they're, they're very bitter and they're, they're having all these fights. And it's very, it's very, it's a it's an a actor-heavy play. Um, but when done well, I personally think extremely entertaining. Um, and there's, the thing that I think that makes it work is there's so much depth to the relationship. I think my main issue with this movie, right off the bat, is that I don't believe the depth of this relationship. I don't believe the relationship. Now, I don't know if that's the director's fault, the, the director-writer, his script, the actors. I kind of think maybe a combination of everything, like the way that whatever, the, the, the fact that it was filmed in black and white, all this stuff. But like, I don't know why these two are together. I don't actually, like John David Washington says a lot that he loves Zendaya. And there are moments where I feel him you know exuding love in his acting but the what he does what he actually does is just an abusive person like he like he's a who he is in the movie his character in the movie is this dude who just at every chance he gets beats down a woman emotionally and then turns around and says that he loves her and then anytime she goes and criticizes like and and a lot of times you know rightly criticizes things that he's done or not even criticizes sometimes just like talks about how something he didn't make her feel he just beats her down again and like it's more than just defending himself he's like telling her that uh, she's unstable she's mentally unstable that she's a mess he's telling her all the great things that he's done for her basically being like you should appreciate the fact that i'm even with you you know all this stuff so it's like okay you have this person who. Honestly, at the end of the day, kind of feels like a monster to be to be perfectly real. Like if I if I was a friend with the woman who was with this, I would be like, like guys, I mean, like he, it really feels like he's not treating you right. Anyway, but then we have Zendaya's character who personally feels like I don't even like, I, like, does she love him? Does she want to be in this? Why is she in this relationship? What like I don't, I actually don't understand it at all. I also feel like there's a depth to her that. I am just honestly not buying (laughs) I'm not like there's a there's a there like this character has been through so much um but the like the notes in the movie just feel like I just there's not the layers aren't there and it felt like an acting class I think that's exactly the thing dry already (laughs) said it's exactly how I felt like from the from the business that they do with the mac and cheese and all like there's all these things where it's just like yeah like i know like if i saw this seed in my in a, my acting class you know we would be like oh did you see how he like uses mac and cheese to eat like that was a really good example of like show and and there's nothing wrong with that it's just that it's so put on like it, it feels so performative to the extent that i like it takes me out of the reality of what i'm watching you know, it feels like two actors having fun and improvising and getting to be like "f you, no f you, f you, no f you." You know, and it's like a it's like a Meisner exercise. Like we're both gonna say "f you" and then have it change. You know, like it, <laughs> that's literally what it felt like. <laughs> so it was hard. To, it was tough to get through. Um, okay, I, I had I had to get that out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if if people love it. <laughs> no, 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 Jonathan Braylock.
2: Thank you for expressing everything you just said, Jonathan Braylock, who just expressed it does have
1: so it does have a fifty-eight percent right on on Rotten Tomatoes, and that will probably change by the time this comes out at the end of this month in a couple weeks. Um, but I but that was one of the things that came up for me because it was like I don't know, like sometimes when Kat and I are watching a movie, like I I I told Kat this before I watched it. I was like, I think you would probably love it, and like and and when we when we watch movies together, sometimes just sometimes like we're just like, yeah, look at how they we we like that kind of commentary on things like like the act like just just looking at like the way he's eating that um, mac and cheese, it was like it felt like he was gonna he was doing with mac and cheese what his dad does with tables all the time. Like <laughs> he was doing, uh, he was like, you know what, this mac, and, I'm gonna take this mac and cheese and I'm gonna use this mac and cheese. I'm yeah. gonna spin it around and then I'm gonna th- I'm gonna th- th- toss it in my mouth <laughs> and I'm gonna say whole lines with with mac and cheese in my mouth. <laughs> you, you know, this feels to me like that thing of like I don't know. I feel like I'm too I'm too close to it as like someone who's an actor or like as like someone who's in the, the business to be like, I'm not going to be excited by these, these little things as much if that's all I have to look at, you know? Um, but, but someone else <laughs> might enj- enjoy it a little bit more.
2: Yeah. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Is we just break. I was trying to think of how we even talk about this movie because it's not a lot of action. And I was like, Oh, I guess we just break it up through arguments yeah <laughs> um, basically, let's just take them argument by argument. And again, for me, it, it's hard because, and I was trying to think about it last night. It's like the initial idea of this and the conversations they have, I do like, but I just wish it was packaged differently. I just don't know how I would have packaged it. you know what I mean? like, those arguments over. How I've helped you in your career, the arguments over like do you appreciate me? The arguments over like the thank you I, little there's this there was one scene that to me felt this 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 hit close to home like they they finished the argument or whatever, they're kinda on the same page they they get kind of like you know flirty and stuff. He's like, "Hey, this is about to happen. I gotta go to the bathroom." Oh, yeah. I love you this. See, you see this nail to the bathroom. And then before I even peep it, Rachel goes, it's not going to be good when he come back. No. <laughs> and I was like, and yeah. it switches. And that is that has happened to me at certain points while I'm coming back feeling good about myself. And then he goes, yeah, like, you
0: know. Yeah, he already knew. He already knew it was up. Well, see, I felt that I... I I loved it because I already knew when I I, I was saying like, Rachel, I was like, ah, like, he's going to yeah. leave. He knows it's Don't not going to be good. <laughs> <This is the laughs> but <moment. laughs> I feel like I feel like he knew that, too. Right. That's why he was like, just stay right there. You know, just like just everything. Yeah. Just like let's 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 just keep this moment right here. And then yeah. when he comes back and she just says his name, he's like, ah it's over. But then what I didn't like was that immediately she like literally asked him. I'm going to ask you a question like don't be mean to me. Yeah. And he's mean right out the he's gate. Mean. Like I I was like, "Okay, look." He didn't I listen. I was like, "Look, I know you know, I've had arguments and and I know, I mean, nowhere near <laughs> the level that this dude goes. I don't I don't regularly curse in my average day life. I definitely don't I would never say F you to my wife. Uh but um but like the way in which he didn't even Like even attempt to go, I'm sorry, you're feeling sad about this or like not put it on himself and just like, cause she wasn't trying to like, at first wasn't putting it on him. She was like asking him a question. Why didn't you cast me in the film? You know, which is like a heavy thing. And for him to not like, be like, we talked about this or whatever it was. It just felt, I was like, this is not that I don't believe that a person like that exists. I just felt like, well, that's a cruel that dude's a cruel person you know what i mean and then i'm also looking at her like who is she like because she feels like a. it doesn't help that zendaya looks younger than she is and she's already young you know what i mean like she's like 12 years younger than him in real life and she looks like she does look like a teenager because she's very skinny <laughs> um and i'm very skinny as well but she's like noticeably skinny on screen and you're and like has a young looking face and so it it And, and John David Washington looks like a man like, uh, and it, so it, the power dynamic of that just is so concerning to me that it's hard for me. Like, I'm not, I don't know if you're supposed to root for this relationship in this, in this Mm. film, but I'm, I, as a viewer am not. Uh, I'm I'm relating, I'm relating at certain entry points to things like, oh yeah, like that reminds me of this argument that I had that reminds me of that. But I'm also looking at them being like, I don't like, do they, actually, do either of them love each other? Do either of them even know what love is yet? It feels like he's a man child and she's just so young. She doesn't, know, she doesn't know about life yet. You know what I mean? Especially if they've been in this relationship for five years and they started the relationship when when she was 20. 20 is so young. You don't know what life is yet. You know what I mean? Like, and if that's the only relationship she's known, you know, or whatever her other relationships was when she was in high school. Like, (laughs) you know, like she wasn't even outside of, did she go to college? Like, there's so much about her that I want to know about. Like, and if if she was this much of a mess uh, in the relationship or even before it, and he talks about how he's dated broken girls. I'm like, ew. Like, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. And then it makes me, go. it really does make me look at Sam Levinson. I'm like, dude, who are you? Like, because it doesn't feel like you're trying to make a commentary on this type of character. It feels like you're trying to do a slice of life. And so that makes me go, is this a slice of your life? Like, are you a dude who just dates broken women? Like, and you just, so you can use it against them and control power and then accuse them of wanting power and control? Like, I don't know, man. No, I feel you. It's this
2: this movie's tough because I think we had an opportunity to hear both sides of this, these arguments, and we didn't. I think um, because how John David was written, I mean again, man, he was written like a black male stereotype for me. Like abusive, loud, ego. Even if even, even if there is ego, I think there is nuance or there's a way to like defend or back up a character like this um to me there's a point of no return where she's is she in the tub she's in the yes, tub yes 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 it the was tub. the cruelest
0: thing ever
2: and it's like yes. yeah he purposely is like oh you and this is my thing i will say this I, I, I guess i will say something in defense of him i felt like i have been i've been in arguments where i've pushed and it's been very personal and it's like but there are all those moments of like you don't attack back because it's not a win or loss. You know what I mean? And this comes even before couples therapy, like it's not a win or loss. It's like, we got to get on the same page. And so to see this dude look at his woman and openly tell her about every single woman that he's been with and how this is the person this relates to, it is not you. There was, even she says it later in the movie, there were other ways to tell me that without how you did it. You know what I mean? Like, if it's... Because I, I understand, like, someone trying to take credit for something that you're like, yo, I'm telling you, I started writing this before I met you, blah, blah, blah. Yes, of course, you were a part of it. But there are ways to do that. And it just made him be cruel throughout this whole movie. And I'm like, what's the... At a certain point, what's the point of watching it? And what's the point of him now? You know, like, is this, is this movie supposed to be about love? Is it supposed to just be a toxic relationship? Because to me, the toxicity of it wasn't even even it wasn't even a full toxic relationship because for me no. Zendaya up top, everything she says is justified. Even so when he goes, um, cause I even was still on board with him a little bit at the very top. Um, uh, when she's before the macaroni and cheese, when he's like, yo, like did that offend you was that my bad. I really meant it. Right. You know, like I, I meant, sorry, like, I'm so sorry. I forgot about it. And then when he even goes into, um, was it Taylor? It is my job to make her comfortable. We're on the carpet. I I got to. Like some of those things I understood, but then we chips going down this line of toxicity and I'm like,
0: <laughs> Right. The more we found out about their actual backstory, the le- like I I was like, oh, he wasn't like uh not even close to being right ra- like even the thing like mm-hmm. I-, I forgot to thank you right it could it's seemingly a, it seemingly it could seem like a small thing and then she brings up the fact that like this story is about my life and then he defends himself which you're like you're kind of like oh okay but like still kind of weird like if if there's part of your aspects in the life that you didn't even thank your partner like and she's not only not just like you should thank your partner even if the even if it has nothing to do with them, even if, if you wrote a you know a freaking uh something about aliens and you know outer space and had nothing to do with romance or love or whatever, like you you know everyone's but like to, <laughs> and it like took chapters from her personal life and their life together into the story Annie and think thinker, and then you find out that they started working on it together, and that yeah. at a certain point she wanted to be in the movie, and I'm like, okay. So this dude is just all the way terrible. He's just trash. And, he's just, he's just, it is And sucks. the fact that she's, I, I can't get over the fact that she's so young. And like, because it makes me go, he knows better. And if he doesn't know better, that means like, he's never matured. Like he's never grown up. You know what I mean? It's okay. It's like the fact that she, that's the thing is that the when people talk about power dynamics in relationship all the time. Right, there's all there's already inherent power dynamic generally with men and women based off of physical strength, right? Just generally, and then there's another there's the obvious power dynamic of we live in a patriarchy and men uh, are able to get to higher like higher lengths in 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 business, in uh, politics, so much stuff because of the inherent sexism of the patriarchy. And then there's the power dynamic of you having more money than her, which he does. And then there's the power dynamic of age. So, like, he has so much power in this relationship. Like, an Mm -hmm. an extreme amount of power that what you're saying, Jara, of, like, it would have been a better movie if there was, like, if we know both sides. I don't think it was possible, given the circumstances that they set up for this movie, because Mm -hmm how can there ever be an e- how what's the e- equality and like they try to do it like any any time for her it was like it was stuff that i guess happened in the past that we have no actual like real connection to and that i personally feel like the actors could didn't really instill in it of like they say that she cheated on him at some point and she was on drugs or whatever but all i'm thinking is like yeah because like you were dating a 21 year old when you were 34 years old like yeah you know what I mean and like, like
1: and I, her being on I, and her being on drugs like isn't an affront to him like that's not something exactly. she's
0: doing yeah. <laughs> to, and the fact that the him. fact that she's on drugs and he's not is another power dynamic thing of like I'm like, yeah, you like start dating a super young girl who who was on drugs i mean the hardest part about this. <laughs> movie to me is... Um, this dude is trash! I mean, he really is.
2: <laughs> So this movie, I want to go back to why I think this feels like an acting class. Um, yes. Like, if I was in class does. in New York, you get a time limit. You know, like, you know, if I'm in <laughs> Sheila's class, it's like, yo, you got 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you're going to do your scene. Mm-hmm. Now, she calls scene, so you know when it's over. Which <laughs> means you have to explore during that whole time period, which means you can have a minute of quiet, but we can't just sit there and watch you do five minutes of quiet. Like, you always got to be finding something. And it felt like in this movie, things would get resolved. And then I would literally watch one of the actors go, now fuck that. And it's like now, and again, I understand bringing stuff up. Like, you know, Rachel and I got in an argument and it was about something that happened two months ago. And I, I had no idea what the fuck was happening because I was like, what's what's going on? And like, oh, and this makes sense because I'm like, oh, this came from here. Now I see how we got to this joke. But there are certain parts where I'm like, we are now just trying to fill up time and I'm just watching y'all go and clean house. So to me, it's like, all right, if we're going through all these arguments, there has to be some type of resolve or some type of like character change from one of them. You know, whether it's her being like, I'm just like, um, I'm just like the, the white reporter. I'm sitting here. I'm with you. I'm your partner. I'm enabling you. I haven't left yet. I'm like, cool. End of this movie. She's getting the fuck out this jump. Or I'm like, Oh, he's going to learn that something's wrong. He's going to like apologize. And like, we're going to see some type of mending happen and like, cool. He's going to grovel or something like we got it. Or I'm like, it's gonna be one of these movies where we just end up in a toxic circle but it's hard because the toxic circle has to be two ways, you know what i mean? It's like right. Or, or we're just watching an abusive relationship, you know, and i'm like, oh, this right, ends with the abusive relationship continuing.
0: You're absolutely right. There's something about the fact that the love i think that <laughs> Sam tried to show in this didn't it was all, it was all sexual. Like it, it it felt like it wasn't love. Like i was like I was like, any time that they were, like, like they were never really caring to each other. They laughed. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, him kissing her. And, like, I guess the most... I'm trying to remember. There's, like, two moments, right? Um, and they're both, like, kissing in, in the whole time. One is her, like, doing this, um, uh, be, like, being the LA reporter, right? And, like, saying oh, all this stuff. Yeah. right and they're laughing and he's kissing her but the whole time while she's doing it one it doesn't feel like she's fully into it and she's also taking tiny jabs at him like um, <laughs> the like, whole real jab but the whole time yeah. she's like you're laughing but like this is real like what i'm saying is real and he's like ignoring her and he's just trying to hook up and then there's the other time oh, it, are these two different times when they're on the floor and that that's the time when he gets says pause yeah, it's two different times. Yeah, two different. Yeah. You know, the, the and, ass, and it's yeah. a it's a similar thing where they're like laughing and like kissing, but I don't see them caring for each other. I don't see them I don't see the moments where he's like you are like I genuinely you inspire me so much and I feel so lucky that I get to be with you and she's like I'm so proud of, you know, this and that. Like she talks about his work at some point, but like I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see the, like, mutual respect that they have for each other, the mutual admiration, and I don't see love. Like, what I see is, like, two people who are in a relationship, like, going through the motions of what they think of relationships are supposed to be like, but, like, always ending up in these toxic fights because neither of them actually really care about the other, you know. I think he has her as, like, some sort of, like, trophy Uh, or whatever it is or like just a a, a person to control or whatever it is and then she's there because she's just really young you know maybe started dating him because he was somewhat Mm -hmm. successful he's a handsome guy um and then she's like stuck in an abusive relationship like we know um uh, a lot of women especially get stuck in and so i i was like but the movie is not about I know the movie is not about toxicity and abusive relationships because of how it ends. The The, the movie itself thinks, I think, Gerard, that it, it's doing what you're saying, which is a balance. But it doesn't have a balance. And to me, that's no. just like, okay, so this dude who wrote it has such a blind spot for who he is as a person that even in arguing the other side, like he's trying to do both sides, he thinks he's being balanced, but he's not. <laughs>
1: Right, but but I don't know. Like, is there? My question becomes, as someone who again has no idea either way, what, how this movie did. Um, my question, beco- <laughs> my question <laughs> becomes: Is there any validity to Malcolm being abusive, not under, not understanding the levels to which he's been abusive, and mm-hmm. then like sort of that moment at the end is is like his. First recognition of it, you know, what I, you know what I mean? Oh, right. like, did
0: I, he recognize no. it? No, he says, "I love you and thank you," and that's not even close to being enough. Like, it, it if 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 there is going to be that recognition, it has to be so much more than <laughs> than than that. You know what I mean? Like, there has to be a like, "Oh my god, I did this, this, and this." Like, I messed up here, I messed up here. It can't be this little boy getting quiet. And, and it's funny. I'm like, kind of. I feel like I'm like, oh, like I've done, I've definitely done this, but like. Also I'm I'm younger than this dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, what I mean? yeah, yeah cause it's like, sort of I, I, like like
1: without him without him saying those things it's almost as if the movie doesn't quite acknowledge w- w- you know where Malcolm really was wrong, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like right. it's just sort of like it's just sort of like a small almost dismissive it just sort of dismisses what we've been watching.
0: And abusive people yeah. do like the actual like like we we have the Hollywood image of like an abusive person being like the most like demanding and yelling at someone and like and like and like hitting them and like all this different all this different stuff of like never giving the person an inch and that kind of thing and I know that exists but like I feel like most of these things there's, there's manipulation. There's so much manipulation. And a part of that manipulation is knowing when to say, I love you and sorry, but only doing it in this really tiny, small way, saying it once. And then if they say, if they try to come back at you, which is what Zendaya does throughout this movie, right? That's what Marie keeps doing. She keeps like being like, it's not actually over. There's all this other stuff I I haven't talked about. And so anytime she brings something up. He's like, "Oh, what are you like? Oh, again, you know that kind of thing," which feels familiar as like mm-hmm. people who are in relationships. But it's like there's all this context to what's happening that we're seeing that it. I don't know. I, for me, yeah, we haven't yeah. even talked about the critic. We haven't even talked about the critic stuff, by the way. The
1: there was a which, yeah <laughs> yeah there was a thing that Jara said that he had said in a conversation before, but I wanna but I wanna put it within the context of this movie because like the thing of like you said you're. You said you're sorry, and now you've changed your mind. Draw specifically said, like this happened days ago, and you said you're sorry, and now we're coming back to it, right? In this mm-hmm. particular instance in this movie, it was tonight, like <laughs> like just yeah. a couple hours ago, you didn't thank me at this at this premiere <laughs> and and then, even without even without knowing the iceberg underneath him not saying mm-hmm. thank you and like she was about to potentially be in this movie he is so <laughs> angry at her for like wanting to change her mind just a couple hours later like it's like <laughs> it's like I, to me it felt like he was in the wrong from the beginning like you can't be mad for not thanking your partner right. and her being ups- upset at you you know, or even changing her mind about like or her not being sorry when she said she was when she, uh, not being forgiving when she said she was being forgiving, you know. So I was like. I don't know, I just could I could never get on on Malcolm's
2: side because I just felt like he just was wrong. <laughs> you know? like, I, just I don't felt think like we were supposed wrong. to like I, like as you guys were talking, I was trying to look up um, the episode of Euphoria that. I was referencing. So like episode six focuses on like Chris McKay, which is like the one black kid on the show who you goes to college. You barely see this dude. Like, I remember being so disgusted with this particular episode because they have this black guy, he plays football, dates this cute white girl in high school or something like that. She comes to a party, he gets hazed. And like, he basically takes it out on, the, the, the girlfriend, like, has, like, super aggressive sex, which is, like, not cool. And, I, and I, I look at that and how that Black dude is betrayed versus how John David is betrayed, and it's almost parallel the same. It's, like, this Black dude is... Something happened to him, now nah, he's super aggressive. Now, when I go back to certain episodes of Euphoria, if I look at, like, the main white boy who's, like, terrible to people, we have an episode showing why... He is so hurt and why we should give him a chance. We see, the, we see the good in him, even though all this other reckless stuff happens, where for me in this movie, we don't do that with John Dave. We don't do that with Malcolm, but we don't right. see the good in him at any point. I think at, after one point he's super abusive, then he tries to be like, I love you. And I'm like, yo, this, this is now what an abuser does. Whereas I've watched a series Right, and I'm talking about hours. Like this movie was an hour forty six minutes, whatever. And it's two people. We could have, we had time to do it. There was nothing else for these niggas to do. It was like I watched the movie. I watched the show. where you took time to humanize this demonic white boy, like you just did. Like it, this dude is terrible, awful person. She gets smacked in the face. We humanized him. There's a black dude in that show. We didn't do that. Now I'm watching a hour and forty six minute movie. Where a black dude is demeaning Zendaya. I don't give a fuck if her name is Marie. I'm looking at this nigga, demeaning <laughs> <It's> Zendaya <right. laughs> for an hour and forty-seven minutes. And the thing is the age part is I do know people, I know age gaps are like weird, and I do understand that break because it was awkward, but for some reason I'm like, all right, whatever. I think I was in it. But when when she goes, um, I was 20, and then he does the track record of I took you to get a rehab, and he starts commenting on her cutting herself. And she talks about how embarrassing it is. Like that, the fact that she said that a few times, like how embarrassing it was, like humiliating it was, is like, when you have thoughts, when you do certain things, it is a very embarrassing thing. And to have this black man, and I'm being very particular, I'm not saying, I know this movie, man, black, but it's two black people. And for this black man to not at that moment even have a semblance of sympathy, like didn't this like I, I don't know where I don't know what we're trying exactly. to say about relationships. What do we say about black people? He threw it
1: in her face, like he didn't he just threw it he in he her face, just not have sympathy. He used it against her and outright said like, you would be worse. I'm scared you're going to be worse, like mm-hmm. you like you you, you, you're so bad, <laughs> you know, like I'm like he took it all off of him and put it all He's, on her.
0: You're mentally unstable. I'm concerned for your mental health. You're deranged. Uh, um, and then, and then like, I forgot exactly what he said about the like nail file or, or whatever, that's her disgusting. cutting hairs, But disgusting. like he said something that's also yeah. in the movie? Then yeah. we learned that that line's in the movie? I was like, he, he said... He said like I'm going to break you like a twig. Like he he approaches everything like, "Oh, this is just a fight. Like I'm going to win this fight. You're ne- you're never going to win." Not you don't understand what I, where I'm coming from. Not I don't understand where you're coming from, you know, not, I don't understand. I, I love you. I treat you like, I feel like I'm treating you. I'm doing my best to treat you right. And you're not happy. Like none of those things are said. It's always just, I'm going to I'm going to demolish you in this argument. You say something to me, I'm going to use everything that you hate about yourself. And I'm going to throw it in your face. <laughs> I can't, ex- I can't even, I really hope people understand like, Yes, there are times in which people get, like, when he says, when he calls her cruel, it's about, it's like the cruelest thing she says to him this whole time is is something along the lines of, like, the media's movie mediocre. And not only that, but the way in which she expresses love to him is by telling him he's, like, a really good artist. So... This dude is so egotistical that like it's all about it's just about his work and it's and then then I then I go wow really he really doesn't care about anything else like he only cares about his work because that's even how she relates to him you know what I mean (laughs) she gets under his skin by talking about his work or or she shows him love by talking about his work and that's it
2: yeah I was watching this movie and I was like John David paid to be in this. like like he paid like he he was like yeah i'm gonna be down i'm gonna get y'all money so i'm gonna be in this and it's hard because i will say this i will say this again i don't think it's equal but i do think at certain points like in this are in the night of argument i do think you know marie is like on certain points on the attack you know what i'm saying so i do think for sure i do think like certain things are purposely supposed to be like jabs But the thing, the problem I have with those jabs are, is that there's nothing she can jab him with, that he can't come back fivefold and he just
0: continue. There's never, there's not nothing even close to it.
2: Yeah, and there's never a switch. There's never a like he keeps saying we got to win, and she's like I need to be heard. There's never a switch for an hour and forty seven minutes. Of the other side, quote unquote, winning or fully being heard, to the movie get gets a change. Every time Jorah says the, Dude, <laughs> what does
0: she? What does she do? What is? What does she? Does she earn money? Does she work? Well, he. Well, he says at one point you have. I think he says
2: he, she doesn't have money because she's an actor. Like you got to dig down and do. So. And
0: then she gave up <sighs> on acting.
2: No, what he says is she didn't even give up. He says that she doesn't have enough drive. He's like, why did you try this hard? Because she she is still an actor.
1: You know, supposedly she's still an actor. You know, he didn't cast her in this movie, but like, you know, she and she's she's a newer actor than he is a director. Like he's been uh directing for more than she, well, you know.
2: So it's like so she still has a ways to go. Because she's so much younger. He is a director, but he talks about doing these punch But this is his debut premiere. I was like, So what was he right, directing yeah, before? Yeah. This movie's so frustrating because like we talk about how things aren't racial, like how just because he made a movie it's about a black woman, he's a black director, it's not a racial thing. And to me with Zendaya character goes like, yeah, but it's not that it should be political or anything like that, but like, what's wrong with it? And it's hard for me to watch this movie. And it's supposed to be about a couple. And it's like, I always wanted it's a black couple dealing with shit. I cannot take the race out of these two people because for 20, for argument number two, (laughs) The, the, The argument number two is race. Later on, when we get to argument number 10 and he's now mad at the reporter, it is again about race. So when I see these two black people and when I see this dark black man yelling at this black woman with no repercussions, no recourse, every time she speaks, it gets dampened. This is a thing where I'm like, if we're it makes me question what is the point of the story? Now, if the point of the story is like, we need to be better to people, we need to like, we need to treat black women better, we need to treat our women better if it's something like that. Then I think we need to see his character have that realization or have her fucking leave. You know what I mean? Like, nothing happens. I just sat and watched for two hours and 27 minutes (laughs) these two (laughs) niggas. Argue and it wasn't that long. <laughs> Two hours and 47 minutes. It really does feel that long, right? for argue, sure. And it just, let me tell you the frustrating part of it is is that, like Braylock was saying, there is no love. When the moments get calm, like he'll talk about something else, Zendaya's probably going to shade him during that moment. She might say something else. He's probably going to be shading through that point. There's no, thinking about those times, like when you guys are with your partners. You had a big-ass argument, and then for some reason, you just laugh over something fucking stupid. Because that's all you can do. Your body has nothing else but to release that. Like, what were we, what are we fighting over? What were their good times? I don't know, Bray. We don't
0: know. We don't know. It wasn't in this movie. What was a date that they went on, or or a trip that they did, or, or just a... a- a moment that they had together that only the two of them shared. And they were like, this was a great, like they, they literally don't mention it at all. Like I, I'm like, because it, again, it makes me, it literally makes me go, dude, is this dude like, th- does this dude love his wife? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I can't help it. Like, it's like you do something so personal and I get it. And I get it. It's like, you know, it's, it, 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 it's it, just because you write something doesn't mean that like, that's who you are or whatever. But I do think at the end of the day, and he says this. This is the thing that... Okay, this is the thing that's so funny to me. Uh, we'll talk about... Because I want to talk about this critic stuff. Because he... And I and a lot of critics, I think, uh, have taken exception to uh, some of his... What is being said in this movie. You know? Um, and you're right, Jarrell. Like... The the only thing that's like somewhat interesting is this like racial is the racial component, but he doesn't really know how to speak to that, and I'm sure Zendaya helped him out a bit. But no offense to her, she doesn't fully know how to speak to that either because she's not a director and she's like 24 years old and she's been in the public spotlight since she was a little kid. So like, I, there I, it's different than like Kenya. You know, when he writes an episode that's about black filmmaking and like, and, and he has, and he brings in Tyler Perry and Tyler Perry talks about his experience and he brings in, you know, uh, 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 Ava DuVernay brings all these people who can, who can talk about these things, but it's now we know, we know, of course we know that it's Sam talking about this thing that happens of, uh, black movies come out and they have to be political or if a black movie comes out, Why does it why does it have to be political? But we don't even I don't even actually know what he's referencing like him until we get further in. And then you go, he's just talking about his own stuff. He's talking about the movie he made as a white man. And he got crapped on by people because he was a man making a movie about (laughs) women. And they were like, I don't know about this or or whatever euphoria episodes that people have had complaints about, you know writing for a, a black lead a black female lead and and people making any 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 criticism directed there and he's defending himself he doesn't care I know he doesn't actually care about black filmmakers in Hollywood. you know what I mean like yeah. he, he, he's just using it as this like what as this defense shield to say the thing that he wants to say about himself. And he can deny that. But then I'm watching a movie in which his male character continues to deny all the stuff. And I'm like, whoa, dude, this is who you are. <laughs> like, like, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. Because what are you trying to say in this movie? What am I supposed to take away? What's the deeper thing? What's the thing about relation? What are you even interpreting? He's talking about how good, like, like the the character Malcolm is talking about like we talk about how good he is as a director and you know of course we ha- we ha- don't see the movie it's all, just all that and it's like oh well you know you take these experiences and you interpret it like at certain point he says something to the effect of to Zendaya oh okay yeah so you went to rehab you you were a drug addict nobody cares like That's like, that's boring. It's about how you interpret it and put it on screen. That's interesting. And I literally am like, does this dude think he is so special that anything he interprets is interesting? Well, guess what? This movie wasn't.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. But then, but then my question just becomes, what if he, what if he isn't? What if he, what if, (laughs) what if the point is like, like having that much, being that, self-absorbed even though he clearly went through something like this you know with with movies that he's done in the past and criticism of of euphoria but then what if it it is like him what if he is trying to show how bad it is to be so you know self-absorbed in that like 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 to not to not think that there are deeper meanings to stuff to not you, you know what i mean like and it's and it is it is visualized by
0: just how terrible uh, Malcolm is on screen. You know, uh, you know, it's an interesting argument because James, I think that's the same argument people make with Shakespeare and Taming of the Shrew. It's like, what if Shakespeare uh, was? Yeah. And what if Taming of the Shrew was actually an extremely feminist uh, play because it was showing no. how absolutely <laughs> terrible this man is to this woman? But we, but one that's assuming a lot of the audience, like that the audience could take that away. And then, two, I'm sorry, but what happened? The same thing happens at the entertainment issue with this movie. What happens? It's not that the man learns a lesson and then has a comeuppance. It's just that they stay together and he continues to get his way and she's trapped in this abuse relation and she stays trapped and she doesn't, she never says that she's trapped. We never even hear her express like, you are so abusive to me. I don't know why I'm here. Like we don't even, we don't hear her. We hear all of like the vulnerability stuff and whatever. And then she gets beaten down. And then she even says at some point, like you could have won that argument without it being that cruel. But why could he have won that argument? He shouldn't have been able to win. You know what I mean? (laughs) This is one of the only times
2: that I was like... And I've been, I been—I think I've said this before on the podcast. I was like, I've been dying for Zendaya to have like a Black love interest. Because I feel like white people love Zendaya, Black people love Zendaya. She has so much power. But she only be with these white dudes. And in this movie, I wish this was a white dude. I wish this was a white dude. Because to me, the crust of this movie isn't, oh, how... Like, one thing can turn into a bigger thing. It's not how, like, one man's ego can, like, lead to a downfall. To me, what it looks like is a toxic-ass black man abusing a black woman. And it's like, for instance, if, if I'm about to get the Disney, the Euphoria audience to come watching damn, with this, what I'm taking away from this movie is, hey, this is why we don't fuck with black dudes. <laughs> it's, this is why my dad told me, don't you bring no nigga in this house. Like, that, like, that... That's what this movie is to me. Nothing changes about this man. You know what I mean? But he is a terrible person. He is toxic. The legitimately in this movie, my takeaway is, hey man, you shouldn't eat. Why would you fuck with a black dude? What, what redeeming qualities does this black man have? Literally, in this movie, what quality does he have as a human being? He has good taste in music.
0: <laughs> no, it, no I'm, I'm not even kidding you. I fully believe that his good one, John David Washington, is doing a tremendous job because the only, I think the only reason we even care or, or are watching so long is because he's just a, he's such a likable person and an actor and he's able to do the blah, 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 blah. And it's good because, because you're like, oh, wow, like this is how people who are manipulative work. They're, they're, are, they are very charming. You know what I mean? They're bombastic. Mm-hmm. They, they can, they can kind of argue you down and then they can do the thing that he does. Like, oh, I love you. I love you. And he's kissing her and all that stuff. Right. So, that's a part of it. But then the only thing that, this is what I'm saying. The way that we would know he's a good person is from her, is from what she says. And what she says, the, the actual stuff that she appreciates, because she doesn't appreciate him being there when she's a drug addict. He liter- she literally talks about how that was about control and um, and you like, you know, whatever that stuff is. It was because she thinks he's a good filmmaker. <laughs> like, I swear to God, like, that's what it's supposed to be. And it's like, whoa, dude, that's so loaded. I just, it feels so loaded to me. Uh, Anyway, (sighs) also, I mean, it's funny. We're talking, like, I think this movie, I think people will enjoy listening to this podcast. Uh, It's, and there is a lot of stuff that's brought up, but like, there's so much air in between all of this stuff too. Like, it is, it is so tedious, man. It, It, like, the rant on the LA Reporter was so long and it was like, I was just like, the first time he talked about it, it was it was kind of funny, right? Like, oh my god! But then the the second time, I was like, what? What is this? Even like, she why said you,
2: you had a good review, dude.
0: You got a good review, like, w- w- yeah. Why are you upset? Why are you railing? Thi- like, if this is the bit, and this is why you know it's a white dude writing it, like, because the fact that he said, I swear, I swear, it was like. Well, was she was like, well, you're college educated. There was a way in which, like, I felt like they tried to make the character of Malcolm, like, feel like he wasn't really black. You know?
2: Mm, yes. Like, you you haven't lived this life. You ain't, your parents, you, what did she say? Your parents are still together. You went to college. And I'm like, so that nigga ain't black? That nigga don't know what the struggle is because he went to college?
0: And I was like, 100% right. And I was like, Oh my God, this dude doesn't understand black people at all. One, it's hard for Zend- Zendaya, it, it's hard for her being who she is to say that to him. I like that's just one of those things. It's hard to separate like life from the screen. Cause I'm like, well, I can't. I I, I just I just don't believe her saying that to him, you know? <laughs> and then the second thing, I'm like, even if I'm, even if I'm accepting these characters and their life's backstories that I've been told about, are you trying to say? Uh, like this dude doesn't know anything about a struggle because he went to college and his parents were together. Like that's the extent of the black experience: is that black people don't go to college and their parents are, uh, and they don't know their father. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this, yes. Producer Melissa said, Zendaya says at one point you're more privileged than the white reporter. Like. Get the fuck. An, yo, it's like, no, <laughs> Sam Levinson is more privileged because yo. that dude has a famous father and is a white man in Hollywood. Like, you're the privileged dude. Don't try to put that on this black guy that you're writing for. Get out of here, man. Yo, this it's, movie,
2: it's, uh, this movie, I literally <laughs> I literally ended by saying, hey, man, just leave us alone. Like, I was like, <laughs> like, for real, for real, I was like, hey, man, look, you got Zendaya, her Emmy. She's the youngest uh, woman to get it, like youngest black woman to get it. Thank you. Just leave us, leave, leave niggas alone, though. Like, for real, for And, I'm, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm actually not even joking. It's like, I watched Euphoria. I love the way it looks. Like, the coolness of the style of it looks very nice. Again, Euphoria wasn't a, a, a creation by Sam. Euphoria was something that already existed that a white dude adapted. You know what I mean? Like, again, I think he definitely had nuance. I'm not trying to diss him. What I'm saying is, since this movie is talking about creative and who is in charge of what story, like, and Day even goes like, you're a hack. You just, you've just taken my story and co-opted it. Euphoria is a story. That, that show existed, baby. That's all. This, this ain't like I may destroy you or a black woman had to go through some shit and had to live her life and made that into a story. This shit existed. My man repackaged it. Put some, you know, put some, some, some cool hot people in that joint who could act. And boom, now we here. Leave niggas alone, though. Because he didn't treat my boy good when you look at that episode. I think it's episode six of Euphoria. Algie Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Malcolm is not good. Leave us alone, bruh. Like, I'm dead ass. It's like, I know that our boy who was on the podcast, you know what I'm saying? Kelvin got announced to be in Euphoria. I'm like, hey, bruh, make sure they look out for you. Cause I ain't trying to see no more of these toxic ass niggas in, these, in, this, in this shit. Cause I'm like too many white people watches this dude's stuff. Like for real, for real. Like We're talking about representation. White people follow this dude. And every time I see a black person, black man in this guy's projects, they always out here looking crazy. To have Zendaya, one of the most respected, populated, loved black women say to our new blockbuster black man, you're more privileged than that white reporter. White female reporter, nigga, have you? Can you imagine the ball that nigga was smiling when he let me write this jump right? And that's the thing it's <laughs> like
0: it's so funny. He rails against authenticity and like, oh, I feel like we put too much stock in identity, and then he tries to talk about identity and he can't do it. And I'm just like, you saw, you're dumb, dude. Like it really, like it, it, it infuriates me to no degree because I'm like, all the things he's talking about, I'm like, I'm like, you can't even. You're not. You don't have the level of awareness. To write the opposite argument. Like you try to and you fail at it, which is why John David Washington gets to like win all the arguments and like literally Zendaya's like, Oh yeah, you winning all the these arguments. <laughs> I'm just like, no no no, you're winning the arguments in your own head. I think for sure he's like, oh yeah, he's wrong sometimes, and then she's wrong sometimes, you know. Like, I think there is that thing there, like, or here's the things that I'm struggling with. But at the end of the day, like, I'm really, I'm just trying to do like my best work and blah 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 blah. But like, I don't see a person striving for that. I see somebody who's who's so arrogant that when when uh, just a a modest amount of criticism comes their way, they they flare up, they defend themselves, they 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 yell, and then they're like, you know. And then once everything's over and everything's quiet, then they're like, oh yeah, thank you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. like quietly whispering, thank you. And it's like, are you gonna put her in, the, in your next movie, dude? Are you guys gonna write together? Like what's, what's the next step to this even? Because it doesn't feel like it's coming. The next step break <laughs> is that she leads nigga for a tall white dude. That's what the
2: next step, that's what the <laughs> sequel to Malcolm <Michael laughs> Marie is. It's gonna be Marie and Chad. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Marie and Chauncey. All right, Marie and Chauncey. Seth, All right, that's what the sequel to this movie is. I
0: I read this. I read this somewhere, and I I think it was been on Twitter. And like somebody wrote this in a review. They talked about the fact that he like he's like kind of like subtly comparing himself to Barry Jenkins, right? And he's like, oh, it's like they that he said Barry Jenkins. Oh, did Barry Jenkins? It did Moonlight do so well because Barry Jenkins was straight and it made it more universal. And like people on Twitter have been like, dude, that. The play, there was a play written by a gay man, and he also adapted the screenplay. Like, and Barry Jenkins has a has a black experience, you know, that he's speaking to as well. So it's like, no, like you wrote and directed this movie. You wrote and directed Assassination Nation. It's you. It's just you, and you're not even trying to like get inspiration from other people. Or if you do, you're just stealing it and not giving them credit. It's like this movie. He he's. Literally doing the thing that, but he's using a black man in the movie to talk about it. You know what I mean? Yes. Instead yes. of he instead he is, of
2: the, him being the privileged, You punk ass. Did. What his punk ass should have did. And the thing is, I think just just for the record, I think I read somewhere that Zendaya wanted to work with John David,
0: which is why Yeah, I she, did, to him. she did. But she's young. I forgive her. But I'm gonna say this: <laughs> she shouldn't have did. This, shouldn't is my, have this is my this is my point. She's she a young.
2: She shouldn't have brought <laughs> this nigga involved. She shouldn't have had this nigga involved with this joke. First off, leave us alone, yo. At the end of the day, there is a privilege that comes from being a creative. There's a privilege when you have some type of success. That is a fact. But there will never be a day, unless it's 100 fucking years from now, where a black man will have the same amount of privilege as a white dude with feet in the industry already. That's just a thing. Like your feet is dead. I don't know, man. Here is my one thing. The, <laughs> uh, the thing. the thing that
1: I struggle with the most is like is something that Durust said earlier. But like, yeah, John David did. He did sign on to do this movie, and he did fund a good amount of it. You know what I mean? Like that.
2: He get, is, James. He was perp. He James, was perfectly fine. Right, he did James, saying these things that he's. If Zendaya called me right now. I'm gonna be super excited because that means she got my number. <laughs> Two, if she's like, "Hey, Gerard, I've always wanted to work with you. Do you mind? I, I got this project. I'm probably not gonna read the script. Yeah, I'm probably not. It, it, this is not to defend him, but I'm saying, like, in the world, John De- and Bennett then, like, and then yet.
1: even the the and then even the parallels that Bray was making with Sam, and again, I don't know if this movie is good or bad, <laughs> but. Even the parallels that (laughs) Bray was making with Sam and Sam having a famous dad. I mean, so does John David.
0: Like, that's true. That's true. He might, he, but
1: did the character have have... some of this? Melissa just said, (laughs) Melissa just told us (laughs) 10 pages of the script were read to John David and then he signed on. He didn't read the whole thing. Okay. And look, and we've talked about, we've talked about people being in stuff that they, that they, you know, they knew. You know, like Mahershala has talked about Green Book and has and has like tried to be as as uh you know uh politically correct as he can in interviews and stuff. But but everybody know that <laughs> Mahershala know that Green Book was trash, right? Okay, so that that so that could be the case here with with John David. But I'm just also sort of saying like like what if it's not? Like what if he like what if like what if John David is like? Yeah, this is the shit right
0: here. <laughs> well, here's the thing. And here's the thing. And I will say this. And I do think this speaks to the fact that one Zadea is young and she's been famous for a while, like since she was a kid. And also John David Washington has a famous uh, father. And and like so they so I, they both grew up with money, right? I, I Like that's, I think, fair to say. At, at a certain point, they both had money. Yeah. um, And I do think we said the exact same thing. Tessa and I both were like, "This feels like an acting class." I think other people who are actors who who are people who've taken acting classes know exactly what we mean when we said it. There is something to this script or th- to this idea that is very enticing to people who are just like, you know, trying to have fun in life. They're trying to do some some acting. This is like an acting thing. I don't. I personally don't think that they were thinking too deeply about the larger context of what everything is saying. Like it, it's just, uh, it's just at the end of the day, it's like, Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a film about a couple fighting, you know, I think as, you know, w- people who review movies all the time, who talk about movies all the time, you know, there are certain insights that we have into the process and like what it, what it means or what it, things that you could probably read into about who the people who are creating it are. Um, but there's also a, a bigger level, too. I think the average person isn't talking about all the stuff we're talking about. Maybe certain moments bother them. But I think at the end of the day, most people are just like, I don't know, dude, the movie's boring. Because it's just a fight. It's just a fight that cuts circles and circles. What we're doing is because, because this movie's in awards contention and there are people who sometimes dismiss the general public's opinion of it was just boring to go oh you didn't get what we were going for you didn't get what we were doing and it's like cool if you want to step up into that arena then let's step up into that arena because if that's where you're going with this of like we don't get where you're going or there's other stuff to it then i go well if we're really looking at it that way then it looks really bad and then if you go well no, no no it's just a movie then i go great it's a boring movie it's a bo- hey, it's a boring movie. I
2: just want to I just want to just, just just to just to piggyback on something. I just want to say a couple <laughs> movies. Y'all tell me if y'all think these movies were good. Good Morning Vietnam, Rain Man. Yeah, yeah it's good. Bugsy. Yeah. Disclosure, Home Fries. Uh, let's see what I don't else. Remember Home Fries. Oh, There's oh, ooh, a lot of- The Bay, Rock the Cashba. You know, if you're wondering what movies these are, these are movies by the wonderful director named Barry. Levinson. <laughs> Don't just say Barry <laughs> Levinson. And the thing is, if you're wondering of like, oh my Y'all God, this, wag the this, dog, this this, this, this dude, <laughs> has, this man has directed so many things. He's he directed fun. Bandits, which I kind of like, actually. It's fun. And you're like, my God, like if anyone was to have a leg up in Hollywood, it would have to be the child of this wonderful award-winning director, right? I mean, who, who could it be? Who, who could his son be? Oh, shit. The fucking dude who did this movie who had the nerve to talk about privilege <laughs> and how a white reporter is more privileged than a black dude who was trying to make. Yo, first off, if people need to, I need you to understand. There is nothing more disrespectful than to sit here and have this movie demean this black director. And I understand this movie shouldn't be about race, but we talk about race so much you're pointing it out to us. You know what I'm saying? If they never talked about it and they were just dealing with whatever the fuck, that's fine. But we talk about race at three or four points in this goddamn movie. And I think about this white dude directing this feeling good about himself, feeling woke. And I'm like, nigga, what struggle have you felt?
1: Feeling woke. Here's my other thing too. It's like...
0: He woke up today feeling very woke. <laughs> not that he would, but like, c- could Kenya Barris like make, make this movie? and have it be in awards contention for, for, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, right. that, I, I, I'm and I'm not saying that to Kenya's um, level of talent. I'm saying that to how the industry perceives black directors and black people making movies like this, where yeah. it's not about, it's not fully about a black struggle. It talks about a black thing, but it's like two privileged black people. Well, I mean, I guess the day is not in this movie, um, but it's like, you know, people who are, who are, uh, black people who are, uh, affluent and who are in these, uh, cr- you know, inner circles of like, kind of like the, uh, uh, you know, the elite, like Hollywood elite having the spite about like, you know, thanking people in a movie or whatever. And it's supposed to, uh, you know, talks about deeper things within their own relationship. But I'm like looking at this and I'm going like, okay. And like, you're railing against why can't Black people make movies like this, but, like, you're not a Black person, and a Black person can't make a movie like this. No. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just, it just, it comes off as tone deaf. We don't have the history. I don't don't want to hear
2: that from you. Yeah, we don't have the history of being able to do this. Like, right now, we're talking about, like, John David, and Denzel is the close. Like, Denzel is probably the most awarded Black person we got right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, this dude comes from a lineage of, a bunch of other white people who also have had their kids become a part of Hollywood. Like this type of thing doesn't happen. So to see this dude talk about this black, the problem is, is that the face of this is a black person. And I think that's a, that is the hard part I'm struggling with. It's like, if this would have been a white dude, you talking about privilege. All right, cool. Maybe it's going to have a deeper meaning, but to say this black guy has some type of privilege, you should have changed the script at that point to me. Like, honestly, once you got John David, you needed to be like, okay, cool. We wrote this thing. Now I know who's starring in it. He is a black man. I need to change something. Whether well, they he talk definitely about did change
1: something, but they didn't, <laughs> right? Like clearly they <laughs> made Uh-oh, the specifics the black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, he definitely changed something. If, if the character, if the character on paper at first was not black, he definitely changed something. But you know, probably needed to consult with a few more people. Probably this, needed to.
2: This movie is the equivalent of I have a black friend. You know what I'm saying? This movie is like, hey. I mean,
0: this movie was made with his black friends.
2: But, but at my point, my point is like, I can do whatever I want. Zendaya said it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is like, I have the coolest black friend. Oh, why y'all not fucking with my Joan?
0: Right. That's funny. It's like he definitely, you're right about that, where he was like, well, if Zendaya's cool with it, then I'm going to be protected. And it's like, nah, bro. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's like, yo,
2: it don't don't work like that. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I checked with black people who Zendaya said it was cool. And it's like, no, no, no. Because then at that point, what it's doing to me is like, don't you point fingers at this black woman being like, oh, she said everything is okie dokie. First off, she just got her goddamn Emmy and she just really, really starting to get this name. So don't be like, Oh, she said it's good cuz you try to drag her down, we will find you nigga. Now I'm never auditioning for Euphoria, so I think I'm just going to you know, accept my fate. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be the abusive black teacher that shows up that's selling the kids drugs. That that nigga probably going to have some black dude sell drugs to these kids at some point. Let me stop. Let me
0: let me stop. She went and peed in the in the woods at my, some point. Oh, did, I guess, she's guess I guess I do to have a backyard. Is that I what the reason say. was, Bray?
2: Cuz she had never Ye- <laughs> nigga, this black woman said. gonna pee in the yard because she never had a yard?
0: Is that the... Uh, well, well, I think... Uh, I mean, Tessa actually made a really great observation of what it could have been, which is that she was... she Because she was trying to feel love from him, she was hiding... Purposely hiding from uh, him so that he would okay. search for her and and like be afraid that she was missing or whatever. But like, yeah. okay. it, we didn't okay. really we didn't really feel that. I don't know. That's I, I wish she said well, that. That's I was like, what I thought it was. I mean, oh, okay. I didn't think she was.
1: I didn't think she was actually peeing. I thought she was.
0: She was Just trying hide to get it. away from it well no not ju- not trying to get away from him that she was trying to get him to worry about right, her yeah fine uh, yeah. okay oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay okay i can see
2: that i can see that okay I- yeah
0: i i didn't i i i don't i think that could have been if that was the intent that i think that could have been stronger and then there was the other thing of because i zendez i i like she's been famous for so long it's the same thing of like the same feeling that i felt when um the girl who played uh our Arya Stark um like has sex in like the last season of uh in Game of Thrones and I was like oh <laughs> like, so I, like just still see them as children <laughs> like no um so I'll, I'll admit that bias right away but I do feel like he was like really obsessed with like like just sh- having zendaya like in a in you know in that dress for so she was in that dress for so long and just know, like all these like, other things there it, is yeah. a line that calls it out too from a director's perspective which is if i put a
1: camera on you right now is that me objectifying you or is that me sexualizing right <laughs> and it was <laughs> like,
0: like it was like well first of all it wasn't even real like you had her in this dress the whole like for half of the movie like it, it's not like tessa pointed this that like she and i was like absolutely agreeing like she wouldn't like when she would come home, you know, okay. They have a little fight or she makes mac and cheese, but when he starts eating mac and cheese, he takes off his coat, he rolls up his sleeve, he throws back his tie. She goes into the other room and then she comes down. She's still wearing, she still has all her makeup on. She has her eyelashes on. She has a thing on like she's, she has that on for a lot. And then we finally see her take it all off, take the bath. And then like, she has like that white shirt or, or that outfit. But I'm like, I'm not to get too personal. Right. But like, if, if, if I'm in a fight with someone, And they don't want to be like physically intimate with me because they're fighting. They're not going to put on something that, like, unless they were, unless she was trying to be cruel, but I don't think that was what the intent was. Like, they're not going to put on something that is a little more enticing. Like, everyone has pajamas that, like, aren't flattering. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. the idea that she, like, oh, well, no, it just, it just so happens that every every comfortable outfit that she has on is, like, also really sexy. I'm like, I don't buy that. Get, get, get out of here. Also, while having
2: a sexy (laughs) conversation about, like how he sexualized the other girl in the movie. And I'm like, listen, couples, we all do this. Brothers, you probably got the ugly sweats. Sometimes you know when the sweat, like what movie was it when the sweatpants come on? You know what I'm saying? Like you just know. <laughs> like I feel like, right. a, I feel like there's a phase where like I know when the sexy outfit's about to be. I know when like the little cute little short short's about to happen. But when I see a certain pair of like pajama pants and, and sweat top, I know it's gonna be a lot of work to get this if I'm trying to change things. I just know. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this That's what my- I'm saying.
0: Like she's mad
2: at him. She's They're not just more Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> <I> don't believe <laughs> it. I, I noticed I, the moment I see that, come on, I know the night isn't gonna go my way unless I can figure some shit. <laughs> 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 I just
0: know. Yeah. So and I hate it that he had that line in there that she that that he that he has her say, or no, sorry, uh, uh, John David Washington say of like and then she even says, like, but it wasn't topless. And I was like, OK, so are you saying that what she's wearing in this movie or like every like the sexualizing of Zendaya in this movie is OK because she's not topless? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, what? She would Why would she out of be Walmart, topless? though? I thought that line was funny.
1: That was funny. What
0: was, you that know, was a funny lunch? line.
1: It was just right after that. She, she said she said, like, well, I'm not I'm not.
2: Uh, I'm I, got a, a, I have a tank top on or something. Right. It's
1: like, girl, you'd be kicked out of Walmart
2: or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah, <I> <laughs> Yeah, man. I just want to my po- reiterate my point. Just leave us alone, yo. Like, leave <laughs> black dudes out of your projects. I think. Fully? Until, <laughs> you get, <laughs> until you get like two black friends, just leave us. Like, I'm, I'm actually not even. Just don't. <laughs> just seriously, yo. Like, again, I love. I, I will say this. I loved the directing style of this. I mean, it looks really good to me. Like, Euphoria looks really cool. But just leave niggas alone. I don't know if you're coming to the cookout yet. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, is a good person to back you. But I think you might need two. You need two Black friends to invite you to the cookout because this movie ain't helping. And I'm not sure John David's going to invite you after seeing this movie. Um, just, I don't know, man. It just sucks. Like, I hate to say it. It just sucks. This sucks. It sucks to see. Finally, we talk about a black couple dealing with shit. And to see this, I'm like, this is not how it was supposed to go down. Let Kenya do it. Let somebody somebody else do it. Like, what would it be like if Issa did her directorial debut and it was this movie? You know what I'm saying? Like, I've watched so many nuanced episodes of Insecure of her. Like, oh my God, my favorite episode was written by our homegirl Natasha Rothwell this year. Like, Like, low-key happy. Like, it was so nuanced. It was so beautiful. Like, her and Lawrence, what they go through, like, that is a couple who is at his. That is a couple who both have toxic things they're trying to overcome. That is an imperfect couple who truly love each other, who is trying to just figure this shit out and who have hurt each other over the... Like, I don't even have to see, like... These, this movie talks about stuff that happened for five years. I don't even didn't see the first three seasons of Insecure to know that when we get to low-key happy, so much shit has happened to get them to that point. You know, like, I don't need to know it. But I think the nuance is, there's a black woman was behind the scribe of that. A black woman is in charge of that show. A black man is the showrunner of that show. And it's so hard because we do these things where it's like, I don't know how, I always say the same thing is we always like, who, who can direct, who can say one thing? All I know is when it goes bad. And this is examples of when it goes bad. All right. This ain't Steven Spielberg with the fucking uh, uh, color purple. And even on the color purple, he had mad black people on that joint telling him what the <laughs> fuck to do. Like, uh, uh, Bray, just end this. Take well, us out of hold here.
1: Hold on. I, I, just before uh, Bray takes oh, it okay. away. Because I don't do bits I remember, I remember anymore. Yeah. Yep. But I feel like I said this earlier, and I and just have a question. Mm-hmm. like: Is Malcolm and Marie like Is it good? <laughs> <laughs> like, is Malcolm and Marie good though? I don't know why that made me laugh because it's like because you know because it stars John David Washington and Zendaya and they're, they're acting in it. I mean, it's, I'm scared.
2: Be I can't believe I just said this movie's bad. Is it good? It, oh my goodness! I don't know. I don't know. I'm just that's just a question.
0: Yeah, it's time for the cause, and yes, you're right. We rate films, not based on how much we liked it, but whether it helped the cause of more leading black actors, okay? And if we really think it helped the cause, we give it a black fist. And we feel like okay. it kind of helped the cause. We give it a white palm and feel like it didn't help the cause at all. We don't give it anything. One. Mm-hmm. Two.
1: <laughs> I looked off to the side the whole time. <laughs> all right.
2: Me and James uh, gave it a white poppin'. Gerard gave it nothing. <laughs> um, I, I gave it nothing because. Nothing? I, hear me out. Because I don't think this, th- no new actor, no new black actor or director got put on from this movie. I think Zendaya, in all honesty, is a. I think. By the time she's 50 or 60, she will be a living legend. I I, I really, truly think the things she will accomplish will boggle people's mind. When it comes to acting, seeing how she made the crew, made sure the crew got paid for this. Like, this woman is only going to do great things. Um, I think John David, I think John David is a good actor. I think he did really good acting in this. I think John David's lineage will also assure his place in history of Hollywood. You know what I mean? I think that is something great to fall back on. Um, When it comes to like making black people look good that we can get more movies like this, I'm not sure this is the case because I think this perpetuates a toxicity among black couples. This is not a black love movie. This movie isn't even about like black creatives expressing themselves. This is about an abusive black man abusing a prized loved black woman. I don't care how you see it. Like we're looking at an adult Zendaya. At one point he pulled up her dress and was like kissing her butt. I was like, who are you touching? Don't get your face out them cheeks. My face, get my, hand face out them the cheeks. Like, my hand went through the screen. My hand went through the screen. How dare you? At one point, I low-key was like, and her face was like, uh-uh, nigga. I was like, you get get your face out this girl, Cheek. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't even <laughs> like how y'all filmed that." Like, I don't even, I don't know. You don't do that I, to Zendaya. I, I agree. You don't do that to her. Did she say yes? You know, okay i I was not okay with it and they're like (laughs) because because it's different if she would have been like this is cute and sexy so i was like but when her face was like no i was like don't don't fucking touch zendaya okay her face was no the whole time the whole time i was like don't no no and again for me again i think this is a thing where i can't let it go where like i think about euphoria to an extent as well um i don't think that helps black men look good either Um, so to me, this is just a continuation of how I think black people are treated, black men are treated by this particular director. When I think about like, will this help? Do I think he's going to cast like another black lead in this movie outside without Zendaya being present? No, no, I don't. I don't. I really, really don't. I think at this point, their relationship is very mutual. Like... You know, he put her on the show. She probably helped him get that show by starring in that show. She got the Emmy from that show. So she's like, yo, you know how to write for me. But as far as like writing for black people, this movie is the example of no, no, that is not the case. Um, And I don't want to see another black person at this current state be the lead in one of his projects, because I think it will do more damage than good. And I don't. Think that black men need more things to make them look bad. So, no, that is my thing. No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you know, everything Giraffe said, plus the fact that it starred two black people the whole time, it, you know, I haven't quite seen a movie like this starring two black people. That's why I gave it a palm. Everything Giraffe said, plus, but plus the fact that I hadn't quite seen a movie like this before. That is why why it's a palm. Instead instead of a fist, you know, it didn't ha, it didn't quite that didn't didn't tip over into the fist territory.
0: Right. Um, I gave it a, a palm, yeah, for but Tri said, but also I, I don't think this movie made those actors look good. I'm sorry. I I, don't, <laughs> I every, everyone was talking about how good the acting is, and I'm like, it was? Um, <laughs> Like there Brace were good softly. parts. <laughs> like there definitely were good
2: parts. Bray like, don't do this. Don't do this. Keep but, keep your anger focused on the right on the right person. Okay, I, no, I'm, this. I,
0: I am. Don't do this. But I'm like, we, we can't just pretend like the hey. acting was like a tour de force. Hey, don't. <laughs> hey. hey, like, like, let's not do that either. Like, come on now. The, no, the acting was good, Bray. I do.
2: No, no, the acting was good. I feel like why you have to bring up tour de force
1: as a like, why do you have to say <laughs> tour de force as a descriptor? When nobody right. saying tour de force, okay? <laughs> why you gotta but, say
0: tour de force? Okay, you said you said strong act. Like it was yeah, strong acting. I
1: did. I did. what? Yes.
0: All right. It was good. I don't know. I just, I just I felt thought... like, I just felt like there were a couple of choices that could have been made Ray more. Lock, cho- like Lock, don't do A couple more levels. No, I feel no, like I'm there was a lot of. Okay, All I'm right, well, you know, like, let me know. Wave you know, at me like when he done. I'm not. You listening. know, like how the you know, like how the recorder only has like so many notes to play. You know what I mean? Like, don't call it's it like a yeah. recorder. <laughs> no, I'm don't just call saying. It what this saying. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, you could play a recorder really well, but like, yo, that joint's still a recorder. Damn, like, you got three recorder? notes. You know, I you know, know what, what I mean? Said. Like, like there's a reason you give that to. Oh shit! Do y'all the- hear
1: that sound though? The nail on. <laughs> The coffin of our careers. <laughs> I was, yo, James, I was just about to say, is this the podcast
2: that officially, like, like is this the one that officially does it? Is this, it's got to be this one, right? Yep.
0: Listen, it's not, it's not, you know, sometimes people are miscast. And hey, um, I'm not, hey, that is John, you know, whatever. Listen, the- I like
1: <laughs> the acting in this. Remember my initial thoughts?
2: I just I want everybody listening to this to call <laughs> Do y'all ever sit and think that, man, this podcast is I'm just is so saying cool. what, what, but it would
0: have been it, like,
2: you know. But we're going to start meeting these people one day. Would it, would it have been <laughs> do different? Do you think, do you think it's going to be my, <laughs> do you think it's be one of those things where like, say one of us get cast in like Euphoria or something, and then what do we do with this episode? <laughs> like, what, what
0: happened? Goes in the we vault. We find
1: every corner of the internet where it exists and we expunge it. We
0: <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> All great actors take a couple of L's sometimes, you know? Stop this! Um, <laughs> they did not take, <laughs> the the actors actors did did not take
2: L's. No, they did not take L's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, um, yeah, you're right. Bro, uh, like, don't say I'm, all, I, all I'm just saying is it's award season and there are a lot of Black actors in a lot of different movies. So, you know, just bro, like, you don't always off, have to pick. Off, you don't always have to pick, you know, the famous names.
2: Ain't no niggas getting no nominations. What you talking about? Okay, ain't none of Didn't you see? Have we talked
0: You're about right. the Emmys at You're all? You're right. Oh, that's or ain't Golden Globes. That, Golden Globes. You mean?
2: Ain't nobody, nigga. What?
0: <laughs> You're right. They they didn't get any nominations anyway. You're right. I made a story. You got nothing. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't Judas believe in the Black, it. We don't have Judas time to talk Black about Messiah this. Only Let's got do Daniel a whole episode talking about this because I'm. <laughs> oh yeah. You can follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website where we have links to our merch uh, and uh, like T-shirts and, and uh, phone cases, things like that. Uh, there's always flash sales happening. So check that out uh, to you public. Uh, you can also uh, rate and review us. Give us five stars on iTunes. We'll read your review on the air. This is uh, Borealis 81. From the start, I have been listening to your podcast since 2015. I enjoy every episode. I tend to argue along during the discussions. <laughs> Love the swirl and trying to figure out if Hancock is actually good. No, it's not good. Oh, it's wow. garbage. What, really what are they listened. listening to? What, what, which
1: episodes are they?
0: <laughs> they listen I really to liked... season one. <laughs> really like that you did a review of some of the Waynes Brothers movies back in 2017, but you missed my absolute favorite one. I'm going to get you, sucker. We did miss that one. It's an 80's Delight, and I would say, was better than their later collection. Please review. Thank you for making my hour-long commute much easier. Thank you. And uh, you can follow me at John Braylock.
1: Follow me at james Third Comedy. Third is 3RD.
0: You can follow me at Gerard Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. And do are we, are we going to do American Skin next? I don't, I don't know if we want After this. After what sm-
1: we
2: just did?
0: <laughs> do we, I don't know. Do we want that smoke,
2: too? After like- what we just did? I
1: think we have to. I want to see
2: it. Let's see it. Let's do it. <laughs> Oh, shit. We going for it. Okay. Yeah. American skin. Oh,
0: shit. Oh, All shit. Right. <clears throat> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production produced by Melissa D. Bontz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Silio, and Alex Ramsey.